moment because we have two big lessons. One is that the glass is half full in terms of access to HIV treatment. Almost 50% of people in need of life-saving treatment are on it today. Now we need to scale up to reach the other 50%. The other big news is that because of access to treatment, UNAIDS reports that it's already seen a reduction in new HIV cases and estimates that in some countries the number of new infections are half of what it would have been without access to treatment. And this is thanks to this new science. Essentially, now we know that HIV treatment not only saves lives and helps to reduce illness, but as well can reduce the risk, the risk of sexual transmission. And that's a, a really key finding in terms of, of the kinds of policies that we'll be seeing um, going forward, I would imagine. Well, and that's certainly what we hope for. So when you have strong science that is telling you that you might be at the verge of a breakthrough in an epidemic that has been raging for 30 years, when you have political promises, we've seen the U.S. government make a new policy objective to reverse AIDS, and we've seen some of the African governments where we work take measures in order to adopt better policies and scale up treatments. But where, where we might collapse in terms of the realization of this promising science and these political commitments is on the lack of funding. And essentially what hangs in the balance is not only the question of will we be able to get ahead of the wave of new infections, will we be able to save millions of lives through scaling up HIV treatments, but how soon as well. So even though we're on the verge of realizing a breakthrough, we might be hobbled greatly through lack of funding. Some of the big donor countries in the fight against HIV-AIDS are facing really tough times at home financially, which prompts the question, you know, are these tough financial times going to add to what we've already seen in, in past years? I guess we're already seeing it to a certain extent. Do you fear that it, that, that could get worse? That is definitely a fear. And the problem is that right now there's a dynamic where donor governments are essentially letting each other off the hook. And Switzerland is included in there. So already we've seen that uh, funding has reduced by 10%, which does not sound a lot, but if you think about what that 10% of funding could have done to get more people on treatment, to reduce an unnecessary illness and death, and as well to reduce new infections, those are all cost-saving measures as well. So we know from the health economists, and we know from the number uh, people who are crunching the numbers that tell us that HIV treatment is cost-effective. But we also have a message coming from UNAIDS that I think donors need to hear, which is that essentially you either pay now or you pay forever. And that, that is, uh, I think, the message and especially the lesson of today in terms of getting ahead of the wave of new infections. If we act now and if we act quickly, so it's definitely worth the investment in terms of saving lives and, and pre averting new infections in the future. Okay, so what, uh, you say that the, the donor countries need to hear this warning and heed the warning. Uh, what would you like to hear from a government like Switzerland, for example? Well, that they'll come back into four in terms of contributing to the global fund and consider tripling their contributions. I mean, essentially, we've got some governments that are approaching the podium this World AIDS Day to make new commitments. And we've already heard that the U.S. government has made a new policy objective in terms of reversing AIDS by scaling up HIV treatment as well as uh, prevention technologies. So the Swiss government has got to put something on the table as well.
UNAIDS has said that according to their framework, for the next four years, resources needed for campaigns should peak in 2015 and after that should decline. So as you were saying, it's a cost-effective investment fighting against HIV because we are starting to see results. Do you think that the world will hold fast and see the fight through to what is seemingly a shorter deadline than we once thought than at one point we, we could have hoped for? Definitely. I mean, this is this is the the ironic aspect, and and rather the um, the rather sad aspect, which is that we've never before been at such a promising moment in terms of the of HIV as we are right now. So now that we know more than we ever have before how to properly manage HIV and as well to prevent it in terms of scaling up treatment and combination prevention, then we must do it. So if science is telling us that we're at the verge of a breakthrough then what will the world do? And what MSF is asking for is that access to HIV treatment speed up to meet these political promises and the potential of this new science. And that's what we expect. Now, for World AIDS Day, we need to make sure that any of the promises at the podium get turned into practice so that we can have a meaningful impact, not only on the epidemic, but frankly on households, on people's lives.